All right. So when a person is locked in, next, we want to see them become a heavy lifter. And so in the final segment of tonight, I know some people are like, man, this is a lot of info. Don't worry. We'll just keep refreshing your mind. But I thought this was necessary for where we're at, because I did say we we're going to talk about it as well. But heavy lifters, all right? We, why, heavy lifters is actually a meaningful name. We are not just making fun of it. It's true. Uh, basically, to grow a church on mission, we, we need people that are committed. And you need to be a heavy lifter. If you're a weightlifter and you do one week worth and then, of lifting and then you stop for three months and then you pick it back up again, you lose all your gains. You are not a heavy lifter. You are a heavy loser. And uh, we don't want that. And um, uh, we, we, we don't want New Year's resolution lifters. We don't want people that are like, I love this place. I'm going to be there. And a month later, it's like, nah, too hard. We want people that are committed for the journey, and that's why we're calling you heavy lifters. The mission ahead of us is going to be huge. 30 in 30 is for 2016. Next year, it might be 60 in 30. The following year, it might be 120 in 30. And maybe that's where it's going to be at. But to make that happen, we need a solid base of heavy lifters that are saying, this is a mission that I can put my shoulder behind, and I'm going to make this happen. So there are three commitments for heavy lifters that we want you to take note of. This is the things that Beck and I feel like these are non-negotiables. To be a heavy lifter, this is what we're looking for. Number one, a commitment to personal growth. To be a heavy lifter, you need to be sustaining your growth with God. If you don't want to be a New Year's resolution lifter, you need to have the discipline. And we can bring you to green pastures every single week. But if you don't have the personal disciplines, you will stuff up. You will fall. You will not be able to sustain this journey. You will get hurt. You will get broken. And to be honest, it's not my fault. It's yours putting it out there, love you, and I'll do everything to see you grow and be strong, but I cannot force feed you the Bible. I cannot force feed you your spiritual growth. That is a commitment you must make, and therefore, that's a commitment to be a heavy lifter. We want to put this out there. Many churches might say, oh, tithe and service and this, and that's all important, but we want to see that you keep growing and you be the best you possible. This year, maybe uh, you're assisting a lift group. Next year, in your growth or next term, maybe you become a lift group leader. That's a growth thing. As you grow bigger, as your capacity grows, it serves the whole church. And that's why it's so important to us. The second commitment is a commitment to family. I know we say family so much, but some people still... Don't get what family is. Family is an openness, is a vulnerability, is a, is a sense of we are sticking this out through thick and thin. So what this looks like, practically speaking, is that you are at family gatherings. Don't be the weird cousin that comes once in 15 years and is like, who are you? I'm just here for the food. No, we don't want that kind of person. You need to be committed to family gatherings. Family gatherings are every Sunday. You know that. And at lift groups, that's a family gathering, a smaller family, yes, a smaller family gathering. We want you to be part of that. Why? Because you will find support, but you will also find opportunities to serve people as you get to know people. And as people get to know you, they get to to speak into your life. I, at some point, will not know you that well. 
unless you become on staff or something like that down the track, I might not know you that well. And it's like, Pastor Nate, tell me what's the next thing I need to do in my life. I don't know you. I love you, but I don't know you. And that's what's going to happen down the track. But if you're in a family, there'll be someone who knows you. There'll be someone who's like, mate, you need to work on that area of your life. Or that person who goes, mate, you are doing amazingly. I've seen you grow from strength. You get your encouragement. You get, uh, you get your, your sense of identity and purpose because you are part of a family. And know that that family is not just Lift Church, it's a global church as well. Obviously, you're planted in this local house, which is really important. But also, no, we don't bag out other churches. We don't do that kind of stuff. We love the fact that we are part of a global family that is moving forward and is growing. So that's number two, commitment to family. And the final commitment is a commitment to mission. We want a church that is doing something. We don't want a church that just looks pretty, even though we look pretty good. All of you guys look pretty good. But we don't want a church that looks good. We want a church that's actually doing something. And I love that we are. I know that you chase people, you pursue them, you want to help people renew and you want to help people be strengthened in their mission. That looks like finding a place in this church where you can give back to the community. That's part of our mission. All of us have got something to put back in. Now, that might look financial. That might look like being on a roster. That might look from time to time being able to use your networks or your experience or expertise to do something. Whatever it is, I'm not dictating to you, you must serve in this way. But you should find some place that you can activate that. And beyond the house, be living a life on purpose. Be living a life where you are speaking to people who need to find Jesus. That's, that's all part of this heavy lifters commitment. And so I hope that I've been able to boil it down. Now, we're not giving you a checklist. You notice that? I'm not saying, okay, so you want to be a heavy lifter, say yes to this, this, and this, sign your name here. We don't want to do that. We might have to do that at some point down the track, but we're still finding out who we are. Um, yeah, some people say it takes three to five years for you to actually find your core values as a church. So for me to say this is who we are right now is slightly arrogant, and I don't want to do that. And to be honest, yeah, I'm loving this exploration. But these are three commitments that we don't want to negotiate on. And these three commitments will help us to uh, grow as a church, uh, reach that 30 and 30 and beyond.